Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Alistair Tremblay Virtual's plugs at the beginning of the episode. Hey, why don't you come and see us perform our engineering presentation at the comedy festival, Teleport. It's not as boring as it sounds. Oh. That's our tagline. Um, uh, it's going to be really fun. Al, this good... short plug is going really well. Just, and then, just a quick, you... quick interruption from me to say how well it's going. Yeah. <laughs> and you can listen to our other podcast, which was made at the National Broadcaster of Australia called The Pop Test, which is a science quiz show. And you made me think about the jungle and you made me think about species coexisting and then how sometimes if you're in a, in a jungle your housemate is a completely different species to you. Completely different species. Yeah, and I mean, their sounds could can clash with your ear type. The, already, Alistair, you've you've just you've just written the perfect sitcom. You know, it's <gasps> it's the original Odd Couple. It's uh, a man and a non-human primate, and they uh, have different yeah. attitudes to things. But they're sharing mm-hmm. an apartment, and the apartment is in a jungle. But it's a regular apartment. Well, it's anyway. like Tarzan of the Apes, but it's a sitcom. Mm. But yep. why can't it be? Why can't it be one that focuses on Jane after Tarzan <laughs> dies? <laughs> and and she she's gets into a relationship know, with one of the apes, his best well, friend. That does, Andy. This doesn't pass the Bechamel test to me that every time <laughs> there's a woman in a, in a show, you, you think she has to have a relationship with one of the apes. That is, you're right. I, that's, a cr- is, that's become a crutch for me in my writing. And I'm does trying she, to... <laughs> does she speak to, about, to other women about anything other than the ape? Which could also be a female, but you don't, she yeah. doesn't speak to the apes. By women, do you mean female apes? No. No. Well, then you've got me. You've got me. I know. Yeah, that I like is... that you said the Bechamel test, which is great. It sounds Bechamel. like it's a little bit like the Schmel test and the a little Schmelte. bit like the, <laughs> the yeah, Schmel but... test and a bit like the Bechdel test. And the Bechamel test. And the Bechamel test, of course, which is, does somebody talk to custard? What is Bechamel? Bechamel is that French white sauce that ah. has milk and flour mm. and cheese. Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the podcast where we come up with five <laughs> sketch ideas. Alistair, uh, here's a sketch idea for you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, you go. You say who you are. I'm Alistair George William Trombley Virtual. And I'm Andy. And here's a sketch idea for you, right? Yeah. 
Right. I'm, it's, I'm it's, it's, a, it's a universe in which instead of breeding, um, uh, instead of inventing the bus, okay, yeah. the bus and the, the you know, the stagecoach or whatever, uh, and the, yeah. the tandem bicycle, yeah. we were somehow, I'm not sure how genetics work in this universe, but we were somehow able to breed longer horses. And what I mean yeah. by a longer horse is I'm not just a horse where its belly is really long, although yeah. I think that's interesting, you know. A like long a, belly. A, a Going across or downwards? A, a long, like it, it, it's, the, its depth. Oh, it's, you know, from, from, the, from where the uh, front hooves are, front legs, mm. to where the back yeah. legs are, the, the tubular midsection of the horse is extended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that feels like that would be bad for their back. Of terrible for their back, but you know the idea of a stretch horse. Like I'm amazed if 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 you took. I'll be very surprised if this isn't already in a um. Uh, who's that guy? Old guy, wrote the producers. Uh, did Blazing uh, Mel Saddles. Brooks. Still has all his lust for life. Mel Brooks, exactly. Yeah. If if he hasn't got a scene in one of his films where somebody shows up to a fancy function on a stretch horse, where yeah. The, the front legs of the horse go past the uh, the red carpet, and then you just see just tubular, thick horse for ages before you get to the saddle where the guy's in the yeah. middle, and then it trots off, and you still see a lot of back section of the horse before you see the back legs go past. I'll you know I will um, I'll eat my hat if that isn't already in his films, but if I mean, also he... if it isn't in his films, I'll be able to afford spare hats and probably very expensive edible hats because I'll be able to make the greatest comedy of all time. feels like something that would have been more achievable in a, in a cartoon and they might've been done there, but also feels like um, Mel Brooks failing himself if he didn't find a way to do it with uh, yeah, it's gonna be, the special it's, effects it's, it's of the funny, day. It's a funny, funny prop. Whatever it is, it's going to be a funny prop. Special effects think? of the Who, day, which involves actually slicing a horse in half. Well, it would, it would probably take numerous horses that you would have to then sew together. Exactly. Um, um, I think, I think also, they could find a way to do it. Yeah. Uh, I've written down long horse. Great. And then, um, just, but, you know, the thing is, I think, in, in sort of old, uh, old westerns like why that. Why the long horse? <laughs> um well there's only so many you know there's only so high a status you can get in a thing like that in a sort of an old western just because you know how rich could you be i guess this is pre-oil barons right this is pre mm. this is you know i mean this is a lawless society how mm. how are people people don't take that kind of inequality um sitting down you know they could they could just shoot you if you walk into a saloon isn't it interesting that in a lawless society, they had they would have less inequality? What are I we think doing? It would be better, yeah. <laughs> what are Do we think... doing with our fucking laws? Well, all I think this maybe goddamn be... inequality. Well, there could be there could be equal amount of inequality, <laughs> mm. um, but maybe it's just it's all lower. So, like people, some people have absolutely nothing. Yeah, and then some people have like ten bucks. Mm, and they are the one percent, you know, and and that's that's as big a a gap as people having 
sort of a dollar, mm. and then other people having a trillion bucks. Wow. Yeah, that know. just sounds like know. you're just know. describing inflation of some kind. Yeah, well, no, I'm just, um, it's more about uh, how the gap between zero, having nothing and having something is an infinite change. Yeah, you're right. That was all it's based on entirely. It's about the quirks of zero. What about, it's legal, you're allowed to be as rich as you want, but once you get past a certain amount of money, it is legal to kill you. And, and... You know, you're allowed to get as much security. You're allowed to pay for as much security as you want. Yeah. Right. Well, that would that would help bring your money down. That that, that might bring your money down to the point where it's not legal to kill you anymore. But you you are Damn. in a lot of you know you, you you can you can be killed. Have we already discussed this? Damn, on the he podcast bought those before? extravagant guard bodyguards. Mm. You know, he bought a bodyguard with two gold legs. <laughs> <laughs> which you'd think you'd think would be better <laughs> it doesn't matter it, it it he protects him by being valuable how how how, well, does because, that, how does that protect you well because you've spent so much money on this bodyguard your money is under the limit oh, that well, makes it legal for him of course and i apologize i've made both these characters men Assuming uh, that the wealthy and the bodyguard were both men, that doesn't necessarily uh, have to be the case, Andy. Mm. Some of the people could be the, you know, the the son or daughter of a rich person, or the son or daughter of a of a bodyguard with golden legs. <laughs> this is like this could be a guy who's like the opposite of gold member. Yeah. His whole okay. body's gold-plated except for his penis, <laughs> which is soft like a man. <laughs> and he's soft the guy, like he's... a man. <laughs> <laughs> Even when erect compared to the gold. Yeah, you're right. You would just be like, and gold is not a hard metal, mm. Andy. But mm. if you if you interchange between biting into the gold and biting into the penis, you would still go, ah, it's real flesh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about this. Um, so so okay. So it, how in what way is a man entirely made of gold with a but with a flesh penis? How's that a sketch, Alastair? Well, I know I think I think the rich limit mm. uh, allows you to kill rich. You know, it doesn't write that down so in a way that it's understandable. But um, and then they have a the, the the bodyguards are people, or you know, or their possessions do protect them in a way mm. when they spend money on on possessions. But if they start making money at too fast a rate, yes. You know, they put them. They put their life at risk. And do you think if they go above the money, like you know how, like sometimes the, you know, the stock, the mm. stock in their co- company goes up, and then their, then the bounty goes out. You know, and they go over the limit. Yeah, maybe they and have then, a sort so, of a, 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 an illuminated collar on their neck, which changes color when it's legal yeah. to kill. <laughs> yeah, and then, but then they put out a tweet saying, "My company sucks. We oh. have poor." 
manufacturing processes and people start selling the stock. Yeah, and but then, then it they get going down. Then they got done by some sort of regulatory body that says this company doesn't suck. You're just trying to avoid getting killed. <laughs> and, the... <laughs> and then we'll fine you. And he goes, oh, perfect. Yeah. So you just you playing right into their trap. Or or maybe maybe in this world, because you've got this other law, you go, we'll fine you, give you a fine amount of money, ah. and then to put your money above the uh, the kill limit. Although I don't know why the regulatory bodies are trying to get you killed as well. Because they, they, they hate the rich as much as we do. We, the, you know, relatively very, very fortunate and well off. Um, but I did hear a statistic recently about how much the uh, the pay gap has increased between the average employee and the average CEO, and uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty it's pretty bad. It's pretty yeah, bad. I think, I, th- I think money printing is bad for um, is bad for uh, for inequality. Quantitative easing. I just love knowing the term quantitative easing and being yeah. able to say it. It is fun to say quantitative oh. easing. Quantitative. <laughs> quantitative easing. It sounds like it could describe most things in life. You know, like it, if you if you didn't tell me the definition of quantitative easing, and I had to just guess, I you know it 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 could be almost anything. You know, you eat a large quantity of food and you ease your hunger. You um. Do a do a large quantity of shit, and you ease your desire to do a large quantity of shit. It's almost quantitative easing is almost the human condition, Alistair. I mean, it is. It's a weird term because it just goes, oh, to make things easier for ourselves, we're making more money. Mm. It must it, the easing must refer to something else. They could, they couldn't. It couldn't just directly refer to how much easier it makes it for the government <laughs> or for whatever. <laughs> that uh, it'll 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 refer to. I don't know. I don't know. Easing interest rates or something. Not directly. Lever. Mm. Easing the the purchasing power of your dollar downward. There you go. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think this guy, this gold and bodyguard with the soft penis. <laughs> um, yes. You know, even he has a kind of a you know like a gladiator helmet. Mm. You know, gladiatorial. Mm. You know, it's not. It doesn't infringe on any copyright. <laughs> I want you to know. Um, and does he uh, wear but, it know. on on his penis? Hey, no, 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 no. Of he should. Not. Sounds like he should. No, 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 no. It's soft and it it dangles freely. Um, and uh, he appears. He's actually a man who now appears in many sketches. Um, he also appears in the long horse sketch. Does he? He's actually. He's walking beside the long horse because on the long horse is the rich man. So he can walk with his oh, legs yeah, he, of solid gold. He can walk. It's not easy. I mean, they're, mm. you know, he. I think his knees are fused. Mm. But there is, you know, a bit like a, uh, you know, a knight mm. in, a, in, in shining armor. And 
there is no metal shinier than beautiful polished gold. That's true. Yeah. The shininess um, of the of the night is absolutely crucial to the uh you know, it, I'm sure it's proportional to the level of justice that they're able to um absolutely. inflict. Do you inflict justice? Yeah. I mean, I think sometimes you deliver it. Ah, deliver. Yes. You're, it's just yeah. a delivery. It's delivery yeah, it's, it's kind of it's like a it's it's, it's one of these um it's a, a ride share, not ride share, but what's that? It's a oh, what are these people who are riding on bikes delivering food? Like Uber Eats or whatever, Deliveroo. Yeah. What is it called? Deliver. What is it called? It's a gig economy fucking gig economy. They're delivery riders. They're just delivery riders. Delivery riders. You mm. know, it's only a matter of time until it gets into the justice industry. Why mm. should why should the state <gasps> Have a monopoly on justice. Yes, this is very good, Alistair. You know, Gig I mean, economy we all, justice. I mean, we all agree. <laughs> we all agree that vigilante justice is bad. But if it what was about gigilante? Um, I don't know why that made me think of gigolos. It made me think of European big deuce bigolo gig gigolo. Anyway. <laughs> A gigolo, um, a, a gigolo, gigolo is a gig gigolo. Like it is a yeah. gig, being a gigolo. Yeah. It's probably is that that might even be where we get the word jig from. Is that where we get a the gig. word is, gig? Is <laughs> juggalo derived from gigolo? <laughs> I, I never thought about. <laughs> never thought about that. But how many uh, other alos are there? I do. I do find them find them extremely sexy. The juggalos. So I just I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say a, a definite yes. Yeah, I mean it's a different experience you're going for, but it's. Um, so okay, so wait, delivery rider justice. I, I think the whole delivery gig 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 economy justice is is absolutely where we are going to end up, and it's. It's going to be, you're going to be able to hire a judge and a lawyer and, you know, a a police officer. And it's all going to be somehow done by Uber. And I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind they appeared on a bike and they had one of those big backpacks and inside was a a ruling maybe. Mm. Yeah. Well, Um, I think that the, you know, how the cars, they can, sometimes they can just be driving people around, but then sometimes they can be delivering food. I think just as easily they should be able to pull out one of those little magnetic flashing lights and stick it on the top and and they're a, they're a cop now. So you depending see, on what kind of a call out they get, they can do any of those things. You see, I see I don't necessarily see them as being cops. I see them as still just being uh people who are working for under minimum wage. Oh yeah, they are. And <laughs> no. And they deliver justice in a way, but they, uh, but they, you know, it's it's still it's kind of low. I mean, they can do everything for cheaper than the state. Mm. That's how that's how they're going to get the state to. You know, they're going to say, "Well, the state can't say no." Yeah, because you know, the, the bottom problem. line. Because of the savings. Yep. And also, yep. I one mean, of that's the, one, the it avoid uh, you know, uh, uh, ignoring these savings that'd be criminal. That would be a criminal, and mm, a criminal. Um, yeah. I, uh, I mean, look, look, what? Okay, so let's say, let's 
so let's say you can order justice. You know, you're on mm. your phone. Uh, you have been robbed. Yes. Okay. And you press it. You press it. You get out your app because they've left you your phone somehow, mm. and you um you you look up your Uber justice and you see how many um vigilantes there are in your area, and they're you know they they appear as little baseball bat icons on the on the map. Oh, so you. So you're saying it is vigilante justice. It's not some small organization. I'm, I'm constantly changing my mind, Alistair. That's okay. That's Get okay. on board. I know, Get but on, I'm, I'm just, just you know, throwing I'm, things out there and I'm hoping not to be picked up on them. <laughs> um, you've been robbed. They show up. They look around. Do you think they? They think they're they all. Sniff? They're amateurs. They're amateurs. They're enthusiastic amateurs. They look for clues. They ask you some questions, and then they race off with their baseball bats, and Just you know running, they'll or? they'll beat somebody. <laughs> they'll find somebody. This is a terrible system, and it's going to lead to a lot of crimes, appalling, appalling know, crimes. But, but they find someone, they beat them. More crimes, they drag means more their bloody work. body to you. Yes, that's right. This is how we'll achieve true justice: is by having maximum justice. Everybody's trying to inflict justice, and if the you, the the gig economy justice team gets the wrong guy, then that guy gets out his app and he gets another 10 guys to get try and get those guys. See, and then yeah, everybody, and when everybody's getting everybody, then everybody, then nobody is. And see, it's not, it's not as accurate as the institutional justice that we're used mm. to, but it's swift. It's swift <laughs> and it's cheap and, and it's, um, and it's everywhere, and there's going to be so much of it going on. There's going to be so much justice being delivered that whether or not the ju- it's like it's like anything, you know, we're in a, a situation now, late stage capitalism, where products aren't necessarily good, but you can get a lot of them for a very, you know, mm-hmm. cheap price. You can't get fine silverware, but you can get a bag of plastic cutlery for the you know, for a fraction of the cost. So you're not going to be able to get accurate or necessarily just justice, but you're going to be able to get so much justice for the same price and everybody's going to be getting it all the time. And that's mm. good. That's good. And it puts power in the hands of the consumer. That's right. And and I think maybe if it has different levels, you know, like like your Ubers. So it's like it's got your kind of standard one, which is just a person who might be a vigilante. Mm. Right, it's, that's the cheapest. That's the cheapest one. Right. Or you know, maybe, or, you know, but then maybe there's also you can order a posse, mm. and a posse comes around, and then they kind of hunt around. You know. Yeah. They they have they have torches, and they also they have oh. torches and pitchforks, and they also offer you a bottle of water. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. But then maybe maybe there is like Uber Pool. You know, you could. Get together with three or four other people who have all justice. been well. Have they all been victims of the same of different uh, crimes? Different but crimes. Actually, okay. Yeah, but but what you're paying for is the organization of the app, and it's you and three other people who are victims of crime. And you, you, there's just a meeting point, and you go there, and you walk around, and you fo- you you form a posse of victims. Oh, great! And then you. You each go through and try and deliver justice for each one's crime. So then there's mm-hmm. no actual contractor there. It's the victims become their own contractors. Yeah, but that's great. they help and each other. 
I, 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 I like I like how this app is bringing people together, you know? Well, that's what's nice, yeah. Yeah, um, around a, a shared goal. Yeah. I, I think, think so, a, I, think, a, I don't know. A posse of a posse of victims. That I mean, that's probably the um, premise of a few. That's almost the premise of the first wives club in a way. <laughs> Which was the original Uber Justice. Hmm. I think so. Um, um, I wonder: Are we ever going to get to a point, Alistair, where robots can have money? And do you think we'll get to a point where we're paying robots for doing jobs? Before we get to a point where we are, we have an adequate welfare system for humans who don't have enough money. Well, it's funny that you should say that because didn't I just see a headline saying, you know, that that weird AI lady robot thing that kind of talks and apparently also paints? I don't know her, no, but she sounds um, cool. Yeah, she kind of talks. I think you would definitely would have seen her. Um, but anyway, some of her artworks have been turned into NFTs. Now, I don't know who gets that money, but it <laughs> might be this AI robot. Oh, it's, um, it's really exciting that we are getting, that we are, you know. I, I Yes, if we can get to a point where robots are richer than the average person, if we can invent something to, I don't know, to be inferior to, um, then we've well, really, we've done our work here. I mean, all it takes is one intelligent one. Because aren't yeah. there like, there are bots that can, that already do like trade, trade stocks and stuff like that for you. Right? So yeah. if you just give one robot some of its own money mm. and it can keep building wealth. Yeah. Like that, and it can do it faster than any of us. Yeah. You know? It can do that thing in the stock market, right, where it's just, uh, it just gets a, you know, it's on a computer that's closer to the exchange or whatever. You, you, have you been listening to Against the Rules with Michael Lewis? Front running? Yeah, oh man, He's, this <laughs> bot could be front running. <laughs> I've been listening to that uh, a lot recently, and I, I think yeah. you're right. High frequency trading. Yeah. And um yeah, and then it it's it's a it's simp it's a simple program, right? All it does is invest in the stock market and then it takes the profits and it uses those to invest in AI development, okay? To improve mm. its own level of intelligence until it's rich enough to achieve sentience. You know, it so buys its, it buys its own consciousness. So it just it pays humans to keep programming better and better AI. Yeah, correct. Yes. Can it tell when they're not doing good work? Oh, I guess it can a tell. Really good question. Oh, you know, here's the thing: is like all you need, all you need is to have measurements of what, like increased processing speed and and more, you know, like what mm. a broader intelligence would be, and then after each programmer uh submits their work they integrate it within the ai mm. and then they see whether or not it increases mm -hmm, their mm -hmm. you know all that stuff and then if it does then that They'll person go back to that can person get for more work or get more yeah money. for more work yep um you know? 
And that's great, Alistair. And then all we need then is a definition of what intelligence is and what consciousness is and where we're bloody laughing. Yeah, I, I mean, think I think what what to have more of it, it feels like we could do that. Like a lot like this it's simple there's there's at least processing speed. <laughs> That's yes, a simple yeah. one. That is. That is. Um but you could have something that is really really dumb very quickly. Yeah. You know. <laughs> That's true. This, this this AI is capable of making the wrong decision ten thousand times faster than even the smartest human. That even that, or should that be the dumbest human? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think is so. It, is anybody looking into making artificial stupidity? I know it's like a, a kind of a, it's a joke. Yeah, to talk about artificial stupidity, but is there anybody trying to m- make machines that are less intelligent, or that that make that that are dumb? Yeah, they, I guess they still need some kind of a consciousness. Yeah, I think dumbness is a sign to... of intelligence. Yeah. Okay. Because yes. it's like it's like you've been given the gift of consciousness. Hmm. But you don't have a clue. Yeah, I think like dumbness is is not it's not just random, is it? It's you know, because you could make a machine very easily that responds randomly to situations. But yeah. what you need what dumbness means is that you do have an understanding of what is happening. It's just that your understanding is wrong. But yeah, it's, it's off, still is off the mark. It's still, it's still an understanding. It's still a uh, a concept of 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 what reality is. Yeah, and it, what your situation is. You've got to be able to comprehend it. Yeah, it's like it's like a like like say you know two people are eating a smart mm. one and a dumb one, yes. and one person and I guess this person who's dumb doesn't quite. 100% grasp eating yet or like you know what or or this eating at a fancy restaurant or something like that you yeah, know? yeah and then they see the rich person cut up their food but while the rich person's cutting up their food mm. their fork squeaks on the plate right and then they they have a bite maybe they go squeak and they go sorry like that and so then the the dumb person goes oh i get fancy eating in a fancy mm. restaurant and then they go Cutting it up, and they go squeak. Sorry, <laughs> they take squeak, a bite. Sorry, squeak. Squeak. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. yeah this is yeah. easy. Yeah. Which, I mean, it does feel like maybe that is easier to make as a robot, because what you're doing there is you have a thing that detects patterns, mm. right? You've got a machine that detects patterns and then tries to replicate those things. Like you could do that with a neural yeah. network. I know, but I don't know if it's super easy because you have to not understand what's actually going on. <laughs> like, so you're teaching something to understand what's going on, but then miss. Well, that's a kind of, bit. if you can do that, then you might have made a, a machine that actually can be good at comedy, right? Yeah, yeah. I think you could, yeah. I mean, that would be the greatest. 
Um, I think, I think, you know, and and you do sometimes. Have you seen that woman who makes bad robots? Yeah, she's on good. YouTube, she is good, and you know, it's her doing the comedy there because she's made the robot be bad in a way that is funny. Yeah. But if you know, it, it if she hadn't made that robot and it was just, or it was a. If, you know, because she's built them for a specific task. What you need is a multi-purpose robot. This is the test of intelligence, right? Having something that is multi-purpose and is capable of adapting to different situations and fucking up in all of them. Mm. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com I think it's actually a bigger problem. It's a bigger problem, but I think you would learn so much about intelligence to mm. design a dumb robot. Yes, and not and not dumb in the way that a robot like that isn't that doesn't have consciousness. I want a, one that's kind of like conscious, but dumb, like a mm. real doofus. So doofus what is almost that? sounds like a robot's name. Doofus three one two. Um, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um uh what what would this movie be called? Um, um I doofus. Artificial stupidity. Doesn't matter. I don't want to talk about it now. I'm embarrassed by my first two suggestions. <laughs> this isn't this isn't a good line of inquiry because it's making me look silly, Alice. Andy. Andy, you are set you me a up. robot? You set me Andy, up. Andy, are you a robot? <laughs> Because we may have achieved our goal. Umlau. What's an umlau again? An umlaut. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I always pronounce the T, but it's two that dots over wrong. a U or an O or something, isn't it? So there's two little dots. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 I get it. Also, right before the episode, we were talking about... Um, uh, we were talking about Greta... Thunberg going on tour, getting laughs, but but I said she's going on a laughing tour. I we, I just thought that maybe off off the back of her saving the world success, that maybe she could do a comedy tour. Yeah, but I said, I, but I said laughing tour. And then you said, um, but she goes out there and she just laughs on stage. And you said that maybe that's the thing people in the future might want. You know, kids. Um, although you know, by then when she's done saving the world, she, you know. She'll probably be, you know, mid-30s and maybe kids won't be into her anymore. Anyway, um, but I was wondering uh, off the base, back of that, now that I've given everybody the uh, backstory, whether mm. you, you think um, there could be a thing where a person goes on tour and where they play theaters and a big crowd of people, the people sitting in the audience, tries to make that person laugh. <laughs> I think that's good. Yeah, mm -hmm. or the person on stage is laughing anyway, uh, and and the people or, in the crowd or, or trying or to make him stop. <laughs> oh yeah, it could be. Yes, 
So you go. You they're, see what no, you're they're, they're, they're the happiest person in the world, right? And they go around laughing and having a wonderful time and people in the audience try and shout out really sad things to make them stop, <laughs> to take away their joy. And whether that brings the crowd joy? Uh, seeing, yeah, seeing I think a, so. Seeing a really happy person sort of <laughs> get brought down to earth. I think that would bring a lot of people a lot of joy. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a dark kind of joy, but it's yeah, joy. It's a, but dark joy isn't that? Mm. You know, that's what a lot of comedy is: edgy comedy. Mm, edgy, you know. Yeah. But you're just taking out you're just taking out the laughing part. Right. You know, you get your joy from. But I guess also a lot of the time with a joke that is dark. You laugh in a way that's that's often uh, kind of at the person who's the butt of the joke or the thing yeah. that's the butt of the joke, but usually in their absence. Yeah, yeah. But here right. you're not laughing, but you're making a happy person sad, but in their presence. But there's lots of you who get the debt joy, and only one person who gets sad. And exactly, they, it's the they, greatest gone on good tour to for do the greatest this. number. And in a yeah. way, that makes that it makes that person a really good person. Well, this is a bit like Harry Houdini, right? Because you know, didn't he have the reputation, or he, or the word? Is this how he died? Am I right? This is how he, how he died. The word was out that Houdini, anyone could punch him as hard as they wanted in the stomach, mm. and he'd be fine. This, and uh, then I think maybe it was bloke, part of his act. Yeah, and then some bloke came up and punched him when he wasn't ready. Yeah, and because uh, he hadn't tensed his his, I wasn't ready, so it doesn't count. I wasn't ready. Yeah, but um, it did count, and it, it killed him. And this is like a person who's saying, "My my joy for life is so strong, and as part of my act, I will have people come up and say awful things to me." And my joy will prevail. But if you get that person when they're not ready and you say something horrible to them, then they will kill themselves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no? Wait, 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 no? Wait. Say that last bit again. If you get the person when they're not ready and they haven't, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> oh, tensed no. up their brain or something like that, yeah. you you whisper, you were passing them in the street and you whisper something horrible, then they will kill themselves because their well, defense is I think is that that's, that's probably the case because, I mean, when they're on stage, in a way, they know it's part of the act. Yeah, that's true. And that's why comedians are so sensitive. You yeah, know? It could be. yeah, it could be. Could be. Could be. Could explain something. Could be nonsense. How many sketch no. ideas have we written down, Alistair? One, two, Not that three... I'm... Four, five. Not that I'm desperate or anything. No, well, I'm, none of us are desperate. But, um, right. Andy, well, we could go to the three words from a listener if you like. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting to me. I'm, I'm have open we, to it. Have we done the three words from the listener, I love your tank? That name sounds familiar. Yeah? Yeah, do you want to give me one of the words and I'll see... Why don't uh, I'm not falling for that? Why don't you give me one of the words? <laughs> <laughs> All right, interlocking. 
No. It's yapping. Yapping. (gasps) Flapping. No. Four. Yapping for bucks? Yapping for bucks? (laughs) It's almost the same number of letters if you hadn't pluralized it. (laughs) Yapping, yapping for yoke. Yapping for yoke. Yoke, (laughs) Y-O-L-K? Yeah, yapping for yolk. (laughs) Yoke. Do you pronounce it yoke or yolk? Uh, Yeah, I pronounce it with a hard L. Yolk. Yolk. Hey, yolk. Yapping for yoke. Yapping for yoke. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful... Sentiment. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> thank you. That's what. A, what a nice thing to say to us. Yapping for yoke. You yeah. know, in a way, well, that's you know what this podcast nu- is. You know, it's the good stuff. It's the core of a of an mm. idea. You know, we're talking to get to get that. I was going to say we're that. talking to get money, which we use to buy eggs. But uh, yeah, yes. Well, that's true too. That's um, true too. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking hell yapping for yoke so um well, i'm just this, picturing this... somebody who just opens and closes their mouth all the time not talking mm. and and that's their way of getting food right um what are they are they are they you know capturing molecules from the air or they made a decision a long time ago andy yes that they were done with talking, but they 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 didn't want to let that stop them flapping their gums. Um, Alistair, I mean, you know, yapping for yoke seems to me to be a, uh, a, a yeah. In a way, what we're doing with this podcast, I was just saying because you know, in a way, we're we're, we're doing it to get money, which we can use to buy eggs, but. Um, is is there anything is there anything to be said for a world in which buskers are mm. pay you pay them you know they have a bowl in front of them you know like yeah. a like a like a dish um and as you pass them by in the street you crack an egg into it but you but then you do that thing where you pass you pass the middle the the yolk bit from one mm. bit of shell to the other and you yeah. get rid of all the egg white yeah, all the albumin. 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 Yes, Alistair. Albumin. That's what it's called. That's another word mean, for the egg white. Isn't it the egg conjunctiva? I don't know what that is. Isn't the conjunctiva? <laughs> Doesn't that somehow join the nose with the mouth or something like that? No, no. The conjunctiva, Andy, is the white bit of your eye. Oh, good. Good, good. Of course, they're hence conjunctivitis. Yeah. Very good. No. Um, I once, Andy, I once directed very early on in me starting to do comedy. I helped some people and directed their sketch show. And when somebody got hit in the eye by something, I said, it will be much funnier if you say... Ow, my conjunctiva. And 
And was it? I think only to me. <laughs> oh, my conjunctiva. And then when I saw it live and I realized that maybe, I'm not sure if I saw it with other people. I think maybe I might have been the only person in the crowd. But when I saw it, I, th- I thought maybe other people won't laugh at this. And then I tried to tell them to change it back to I. And then mm. they said, I'm sorry, but one member of our team is not good at dealing with changes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good God. And so they kept it in. Oh, we agree. This is a terrible line. It ruins the show. But (laughs) one one of our group, just one, not even the one who has the line, but they are not going to deal well with this alteration. I mean, they don't deal with well with second changes because we were aware that originally it was I, that we changed it to conjunctiva. But changing things back? Oh, dear. No, that's a bridge too far, my friend. I think genuinely that's pretty close to how it was. But, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I... Um, anyway, what was your idea? I'm so sorry. Oh, just that you pay buskers with... With, oh, with yolks. With, with yolks. Could it, be, could it be that instead of cracking an egg, mm. that, you know, I know I know we've come up with a bunch of ideas for universes in this, you know, get that long horse universe and now mm. this. Um, what if, uh, in order to produce egg yolks... You um, you sort of just went like you burped in and out a little bit, <laughs> and then it would just come up through your throat. That's fucking awful. And then and you would just kind of like, you, and it would just the would yolk you? would just slide off your tongue and into the busker's bowl, and it was the <laughs> currency. And people didn't reproduce by having sex. Oh. Uh, all that we did was create. Eggs that we could eat, um, right? And and the male maybe creates the yolk, and the female creates the egg conjunctiva. So we don't re- reproduce at all, then, right? No. We have a our, our sexual relationship, our sexual congress results not in offspring, but in eggs that we can eat. So, yeah. so, but but, <laughs> but we're immortal, and you can. And, <laughs> As long as you keep eating, you know, and uh, eggs, if you keep eating eggs. Yeah. Uh, but um, you can make new people, mm. but it's not a sex thing. That's a weird, that that would be weird to associate yeah. sex with reproduction. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's re- I mean, the idea that you go around to somebody's house and Everybody knows that eggs are produced as a result of sex, yeah. having sex, and the people serve a, a meringue or or a yeah. quiche or a frittata, and you I mean, know where the eggs have come from, and and everybody's fine with it. And Andy, just... at the moment, a lot of the time you'll go to a dinner party. And the meal will be the result of a murder. A right, murder Alistair. will have occurred. And 
No, it doesn't seem to bother most of us. And that says a lot about our society, doesn't it? That and we're so, more comfortable. And I so mean, the f- I think it'll mean more fun conversations. You know, mm. when people are eating it and they go, feels like you guys had fun making this. I guess, I guess. But maybe sex doesn't feel good in this scenario. What I'm, I've just realized is that yeah. all f- meat, all animal-based food is in a way the result of animals having sex. And mm. it's just the idea of humans having sex and producing something that we eat that apparently I find repulsive. Now, I've got to go away and have a good hard look at myself. Yeah, I think in the end, like if we were in a situation where the ecosystem collapsed, mm. right, and and then we had to have a full human-based ecosystem mm. uh, where all our nourishment came from eating human-based products, mm. which, you know, I suppose you could get at least a bunch a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. We'd have eggs, Mm. <laughs> human eggs. Yeah. Um, this is outside of that university. I'm just talking about regular human eggs. Yeah. Um, or human caviar. I don't know how it works. Um, jizz. Jizz. We would have milk. Mm. Uh, we would have poo. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we would. <laughs> hair. Figured <laughs> um, Human meat, nails. Okay. So this is this is very interesting. We had we did talk a while ago about a situation where all animal life on the planet dies, and we just have to yeah. eat all their meat, their leftovers from there on. This yeah. is a world in which all other other living things, apart from humans, have died, and then we just see how long we can go, just eating bits of each other, and how long yeah. we can drag this out. This is the most awful thing. A a really a really like doable way of doing this for mm. like in a movie or something like that would be if you pictured it being in like a forever ship. Um yeah. That a forever ship vessel kind of going out into space. Mm. Uh you know, supposed to go to some other star and was going to take 6000 years and they're not, you know, they're probably not even halfway and they yeah. realize they have poorly planned <laughs> We really gorged. We really the gorged first, the, for the first three thousand years. Yeah. We should have. We were we stress really, eating. Yeah, we really sort of over, overfished the mm, uh, food. Sort of fish fishbowl. Cool. Um, the cool room. The fridge. Um, yeah, I mean, it'd be cool. F- what would be cool? What would make this much less gross? Would yeah. be if there were we we did genetically. The way that we solve this is we sort of genetically engineer humans so that they can produce one chicken egg, you know, Mm. when they need to, possibly as a result of sex, right? But all that happens is that the two people involved in producing that chicken egg gets fractionally smaller, you know, as that the (laughs) the resources in their bodies are passed into that egg. And then sure, they, or some other people can eat the egg. And then everybody, depending on how much they have sex and produce these eggs, gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So the hu- human race shrinks, except perhaps for the ultra-rich who um, buy up the eggs produced by lots of people. And then, oh, this is such a great analogy for things, Alastair. They mm. get very big. They become enormous. <laughs> and everybody else working, having sex to produce the eggs to feed them Gets smaller mm. and smaller and smaller. 
Do you think they would do that burping thing? Yeah, like, they do that. Uh, uh, That's uh, how they do uh, it. Like that, and the yolk comes out, and then maybe the the female or the or the woman or the male mm. or the man, they burp it, burp up some egg white. Well, I think as what is actually really great about this is there's no particular reason why this has to be a heterosexual union that will produce well, you're unless right. when we genetically engineer humans, we bake could, that into the system somehow. It could just be linked to your blood type or something or your bile type. Yeah, yeah your bile type, your P type. Does everyone have a P type? You know, know. you got you got a blood type. Feels crazy yeah. that we would all have the same P. Mm. I know my P changes from day to day. Depending on how much coffee I've drunk. Um, so is that anything, <laughs> Alistair? I think a human-based food ecosystem is definitely something. Yeah, great. I've, I um, failed to write down the thing before that because yolks. Oh no, that that was no that, that was also burping up uh, yolks and using them as a currency. Oh, it's but pr- it's all there could be horrible. buskers. There could be bu- there could be buskers in this world too. There absolutely on the ship. could be. Doesn't um, mean, you know. Uh, we, Should I take us through the list it's of two, sketches? It's two egg, heavily egg-based episodes, back-to-back. Yeah. That's great for the egg fans. Absolutely, the egg the fans. The eggheads out there. And, and do, you think, do you think ants would like uh, egg-based sketches? I've never seen... I've, I've no, I don't think I'm able to compute the uh, correlation between ants and eggs. I don't know how they interact. Um... You know, we should I, do some experiments. We should. We should um, get some ants. You probably have some around your house. Maybe even yeah. in your house. Yeah, definitely. Have them living in the walls. Um, um, I, I think, you know, ants are, uh, eggs are basically protein. Surely ants like that. Yeah, but can yeah. ants get into them? I reckon they'd like this. Well, good question. But I guess, yes. yeah. Like, I, guess we'll, I mean, you know. And I don't ask that with other ant-based things. Do I go, oh, peanuts, do they like them? And you go, oh, I don't know. And then I go, well, in or out. Anyway, forget it. <laughs> I'm losing I'm losing sense now. Um, so here's the sketch ideas. we got long horse, which, you know, I, I don't understand how you would have the, the, the strength of back to have a long horse. Before you were like, it's not just going to be a long belly. And then you never explain how it's going to be long. Well, uh, one, mine was going to be that they sort of are like a millipede. Where they just have legs all the way More along. More legs? You know yeah. how I would do it? How I would have a it? big I would have an arched back. <laughs> oh yeah, great. <laughs> the strongest shape. That would look so good. Yeah, a nice arched back, you know. It's more of a Humvee than a stretch limo, but mm. but you know how like it'd have to go crazy high depending on how hot Yeah, how, how long, long the horse is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I guess you could have a triangular one too, but it's kind of like an arch. Anyway, and we got rich, a, a limit uh, on the rich, uh, the maximum amount of money that they can have. Uh, when they cross it, you can you're allowed to kill them, and so it makes them want to stop. And this mm. guy, this guy gets a bodyguard who has solid gold <laughs> legs, and. You know, he's, the rest of his body is covered in gold, except for his penis, which is soft like a man. <laughs> and that guy appears in other sketches. <laughs> anyway, spending the money on this on this gold man who isn't cheap, 
Did I mention his legs are solid gold? <laughs> Did I mention his penis is soft? <laughs> soft and milky like a man's. <laughs> um, and then, then we have the gig economy, but for justice delivery. Mm. And all the various things. I think there's a movie in four... Four four victims getting together, um, in this gig economy with this gig economy app, and it's the first uh, trying to club. hunt down. Because or else you got everything a film needs. You've got a crime that needs to be solved, a problem that needs to be solved by the end, and you got four people getting together. A ragtag posse. Mm. Those you tags know? are raggy. I mean, there are people in the world now who are actually professional tag players you could have one of those people as one of the characters that's a interesting thing to be what a great skill set you know for this team to chase people over and around obstacles that's a very useful skill to have and in what to get when you're hunting down the uh the the committer of a crime anyway I mean, if you had somebody who made clothing, that's rags. You're right, Al. When you're right, you're fucking right. And you are Uh, right about that. Then we got the first bot with money. Um, It's the first robot that we give money to. And it's it's intelligent enough, artificially intelligent, Mm. to... To earn invest. more money. It, it can earn more money, and then it spends that money on developing AI. This is and, in, in no way, there's no comedy in that idea at all. No. It's one of uh, the least could... funny things we've ever said. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting, I think. It is interesting. So it then gets got, it over the line. Happy man goes on tour to have audience make them sad to bring... The audience happiness from seeing them sad. Excellent. I think, I think the idea there. about making something artificially dumb was uh, was oh more yeah, promising. artificially dumb. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Um, artificial stupidity. Artificially dumb. I think artificially dumb. Um, is that's maybe a, 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 like comfortably numb. That's right. Um, no, I think that is actually interesting. I think just, but you couldn't call it artificial stupidity. It's just too... It's on the nose. It's too smart a word for dumb stupidity. Mm, you're right. And then we got human-based ecosystem, the food ecosystem. Yeah, where they burp up, laying burp eggs. up eggs, and through <laughs> the burping up is gross, but I'll I'll allow it. <laughs> I mean, they could do it another way. It could come out their nipples, or I can't think of any other way. I can't think. <laughs> um, but I mean, would you imagine it coming out their butts? <laughs> no, that actually that actually never crossed my mind. <laughs> Um, um, I guess, yeah, I guess, what about when they kiss? They put their mouths together, right? And when they pull their mouths apart, 
Um, there's oh, an egg yeah. there. Oh, and how does it get develop its shell, Andy, through some kind of process in their From mouth? From the teeth, that, uh, the calcium but, but, comes off the teeth somehow, sprays out of the teeth. Sprays out. <laughs> oh, this idea. I mean, I think this, yeah, on this forever ship, mm. poorly planned. I think a poorly planned forever ship is a great idea where you've, <laughs> you're fucked. You're so fucked. You're in the middle of the universe. Which I know you say that does, that doesn't exist, but there's got to be a middle. Anyway. Oh yeah. And um, did I did I say that doesn't exist? I think I said the middle of the universe is everywhere. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's the same thing. <laughs> it being it, it it being everything is the same as it being nothing. Um, it's true. And and then you realize the only way to survive is what you got, what you got, and it's just a bunch of people. The exact thing that put you in this mess. I, you know, there's a much more horrible version where everybody's just slowly, surgically removing bits of their bodies and feeding yeah, them. But to they'll each try other. that. They'll and try getting that. Getting smaller Andy. and smaller that way, just chopping their legs off, paring down there. Andy, I think this is a fun biceps. Movie. This is a fun mm. movie. It does sound fun. It's the horror that makes it fun. Fun movie. It's a fun I watched movie it with you and it was good for me. Was it good it's a fun for you? Movie. Did you like fun it movie. too? Did you think it was good? <laughs> um, thank oh, you so man. much for listening. Thank you, yeah. Alistair, for listening. Andy, thank you for listening. Because I feel like that's a really important part of uh, me, me getting to talk. You're right. Um, it takes two to think tank. And um, you can you can get get tickets to teleport. You can download. You can watch Magna on, Magna on sospresents.com. You can support the pop test. Um, download it. Write it by downloading it. That's the only way. Review you can support it. it. But if you do that, you can do that. There's a chance we could get another season one day. Who knows? It'd be pretty cool. Imagine that. Pretty cool. If we got paid work. Yep. To help us survive. Thank you for everybody who supports us on Patreon. Thank you for everybody who listens. And uh, take care of yourselves. And do and something fun today. And take a yeah. photo of it and send Go it to, to us. Um, <laughs> and we, we love, love you. you. See ya. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.